0: You're listening to Artspin on Sin Nation with myself, Christian.
1: And Jonathan. We now have a interview with Christopher Brown, who is a guest actor in the production The Honeybees.
0: Welcome to Artspin, Christopher.
2: Thanks very much for having me. Um, good to be here, and I do love Echo Vandals, so good ah. song to come on. <laughs>
0: yeah, big <Perfect laughs> one to introduce you. Cool. Um, so yeah, could you could you tell us uh, a little bit about um, I guess the idea behind the show, the the Honeybees, which is well premiering at um, yeah. Red Stitch Theatre, and your, yeah. your character Daryl and how he fits yep. into all of this?
2: Sure, sure. So it's a new Australian play by Caleb Lewis. It's directed by Ella Caldwell, and it's about it's a family mm-hmm. drama. Basically, set in a family-owned apiary in WA, so it's a it's a honey farm, and I play Daryl, who's the returning son who's been in Sydney for about 25 years, and he's uh, returning to the the uh, the apiary with a plan to sell bees to the Americans. They're not making enough money from selling honey, so Daryl's the return returns with a plan to uh, kind of fix things, and uh, as you can imagine, things don't go according to plan, there are a few problems along the way, so um, yeah, it's a, really, uh, it's a really interesting piece, it's got, got a really, really lot of uh, emotional and intellectual kind of energy and drive um, as these um, family uh, of people um, and their competing needs kind of clash.
1: It sounds like it's a really big mixture of environmental, international, and also family problems. How do you think the production does justice to juggling these issues and approaching them?
2: Well, I think at its core, it's really about you know family and the conflicts that you have in family and the the intensity that comes from you know the long history that that family have. And but the, the using the the idea of the bees and the um, the need to sell bees to America, kind of there's a metaphor there about. You know, a larger metaphor about climate change, and uh, I guess the, the sort of arrogance of of humans assuming that we can tame nature, and and that that actually that doesn't always doesn't always go according to plan. I suppose. So, um, it, yeah, I guess it operates on a number of levels. Like. You can you can start to see how perhaps Daryl, returning with his desire to fix things, is is perhaps a little short sighted, or it, it, it kind of in some ways he could represent the kind of the, the the very kind of capitalistic drive of humans to just kind of use nature and to, um, to, to to always grow.
1: You know, how naturally do you think that your personality gels with the character of Daryl, and have you had any struggles trying to act a character that is so commercially driven?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I, there are some parallels for me because I actually, uh, my family, I'm from New Zealand originally, and my family do run a bit, you know, uh, more in the kind of business world in, in New Zealand. So kind of, I, I was able to connect with some of that, you know, the commercial aspect of, um, and that kind of entrepreneurial aspect from my family of origin. So that, 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 that helps. But, you know, ultimately... As an actor, you know you're you're working from from the the words that you're given that you're saying and the circumstances that derive from those words, and committing to to um, to the drives and intentions of moment to moment that then you know accrue and become a, a whole journey through through a piece like this. So, yeah,
0: mm, because I was also so you um, talking about Daryl kind of representing this arrogance or this, or this capitalist kind of point of view, I, I imagine his character would have quite a bit of conflict from the other members of the family. So do you feel like there are other members of this family that represent some of the other perspectives on, on nature and economy and the interplay between the two?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So my younger sister, played by Rebecca Bauer and the, car- the character of Chloe, So, she's, she's stayed at the farm and she's, she's continued to, to you know, work with the bees. And she doesn't, she's not keen on the sale at all she's slightly in the dark as to as as to how bad things have gotten and mum kind of is the the character of Joan played by Marta Kazmarek, kind of sits somewhere in the middle because she's actually she has had appealed to me um to, to you know that, that they needed help and and then I came up with this idea so yeah Clo definitely Clover the the younger sister definitely sits on the the opposing kind of uh, ideological side of things where she just wants to keep growing the bees, getting the honey, and, and, and doesn't like the idea of selling them all to the Americans at, at all. So uh, I guess, and she's sort of, so she's stayed there and she's on the, she's working with the land, working with the bees, and there's a there's a real sort of harmony between her and the bees. Whereas I'm the, I represent the kind of the city and, you know, coming in and trying to clean things up and sell things, you know.
0: Yeah, right. And also, okay, so that's that's interesting. You've had some personal experience with um, mixing family in business, I guess, and, and also just being represented in, in, in this play. So could you see, like, what are some of the biggest pros and cons, I guess, of sort of mixing the two, maybe that they're exploring this, uh, in, um, in the honeybees? Uh,
2: well, you know, I think it's that thing that, you know, with family, if you're in business together and family, then you kind of never get away from it you know the the working day never finishes you're always you it's always present in the things you talk about so there's not that ability to kind of switch off and leave which which heightens tensions i think so it's a kind of a, it's a great device for play obviously because uh, plays tend to tend to thrive on on conflict and drama and a lot of that comes from just these these strong needs that um are in conflict with each other so you know, Daryl's drive is really, he wants to, you know, he, he says he wants to save the family. He's here to save them. Chloe's not that keen on the way he's going about it. So, thus, conflict arises.
1: I have a question a bit more about the physical side of the production. Quite a lot of interesting metaphors going through it, but can we expect real honey as a prop in this show?
2: <laughs> there is some real honey. Absolutely.
1: Is there anything exciting that you do with the real honey?
2: It's not so much me. Some of the other characters do some exciting things with the honey. I, I can't. I can't promise like full kind of body honey or anything like that. But you'll have to come along and, and check it out. There's definitely some real honey in the play, though.
1: Sounds and like a quite sweet a, experience.
2: Yeah, yeah. And there's quite a. Um, it's quite an interesting um, the set design. Um, set and costume design by Sophie Woodward. She's created a kind of really beautiful sort of metaphorical world which centres on a, the very distinctive coloured earth of um, WA, which is a very, not that kind of, re, not quite red, not the red centre, but more of an orangey colour. So the, the scent is this kind of orange sand, which has got a great kind of uh, feel to it. Right. A beautiful that's, look.
0: That's interesting. Also, so I've, I've had, so this is your um, your very first production with, uh, with Red Stitch Theatre?
2: It is, yeah. I'm very excited to be um, working with them. It's a, it's a really great feel at the company, and you know they, they've done so many good things over the years, and I think they're really just going from strength to strength, especially with being able to. Be a vehicle for promoting new Australian plays like this one,
0: right? Because um, uh, I don't know if you might have heard recently, but um, their um, application to get another four years of um, operational funding from the federal government was um, was denied, unfortunately. So how how do you feel about about that? I suppose, especially after having just started to to work with them for the first time.
2: Yeah, well, look, it doesn't affect what we're doing right now, but it is mm. very frustrating, obviously, because that 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 sort of money that enables you know, that is such a great help to a small company like Red Stitch is really peanuts when it comes to, you know, government budgets. And, you know, it, it's it's a, it's a real shame that there's that sort of cynicism about the arts. And because audiences love to come and see small shows on an intimate scale, you know, there's only 80 seats at Red Stitch. So, you know, it, to, to make that actually commercially viable, and you, you'd have to be charging hundreds of dollars per ticket. To see, to see the show, you know. So it's not just about supporting the people making the show, it's actually supporting the audience, enabling them to come and see something which would, you know, in real terms would be worth a hell of a lot more. So, yeah, I mean, I know it's been said before, but I, I would just... Uh, I just, It's disappointing and, and you know, hopefully there, there will be... Uh, hopefully there will be some change coming up.
1: <laughs> Based upon what you know, do you know if there's uh, anything that Red Stitch is doing to... I suppose adapt to these uh, changes. Do you know if they're seeking any extra funding, any sponsorship? Are they adapting? What productions they can put on? Do you have have any knowledge of that?
2: Uh, well, I, I, I don't really know the the the, and the workings of, of you know the kind of that kind of stuff in detail. But I do know that there are there are other funding sources apart from Australia Council, and that they're constantly um, on the lookout and you know trying to get more philanthropic support. And so forth, so that they're not entirely reliant on just one, you know, funding source. And you know, they do have a good, you know, they have a great profile. I think they just they've got so many runs on the board. They just really deserve to be supported.
1: In a way, it's kind of like a metaphor in real life that you're exploring the play happening to the red stitch because yeah. They're yeah. in the play they're running out of money, producing honey, uh, yeah. and they have to go about other commercial yes other commercial. Uh, needs and it's yeah we should sell our play to the Americans maybe
0: <laughs> interesting so j- just before we let you go um we do yes. have, we do this with all of our guests um I don't know if you've heard of the game Exquisite Corpse but it's it's that idea of um, creating a story one sentence into the one sentence at a time and um, each person each guest in this case contributes one story. Okay. Um they've all all they've got to go on is the previous sentence and you're no exception. Okay. Um so I'm gonna read you the sentence that our previous guests gave us and then you're gonna contribute one of your own. So are you ready?
2: Oh exciting, okay. All
0: right. Yeah. This is gonna be very out of the blue. All you've all you've got is filled with magical dragons and pretty dwarves.
2: This disco was unlike any you had seen before, with a cranking sound system and a great lighting display. All the characters came into the center and felt good.
0: (laughs) Nice. Wow. Very, very quick on the spot there. Um, very good improvisational skills. <laughs> kind
2: of, kind of went off, it went off a bit at the end there, but
0: uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, very good disco full
2: of, What was it again? Dragons and, um, uh, and dragons
0: war- and dwarves. Yes. Yeah,
2: pretty <laughs> dwarves, might I add. Oh, true. It yes. was a big disco to fit those dragons in.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, yes, th- thanks so much for joining us, Christopher. Thanks a lot. Um, So, you'll be performing in um, Honeybee's at Red Stitch um, Actors Theatre on Chapel Street in St Kilda East. So, it starts um, on the 14th of June and runs till the 16th of July.
2: Correct. Yes. And uh, for more information, head to redstitch.net
0: awesome so yeah, um, yeah thanks so much for joining us and uh thanks for having me yeah best of luck with the with the run and um and in, and indeed with uh, red stitch actors theater in general I hope something of a of a future can be made despite the the recent bad news so yeah thanks, thanks so much for joining us
2: yeah cool and if you come along um, yeah do come and say hi
0: of course yeah
2: okay thanks a lot